There's nothing that'll get your heart pumping quite like a swift run. It'll get your adrenaline flowing, fill your lungs with fresh air, and in the long run, will lead to overall wellness. And you'll be in a great mood to boot. Join me as we run like the wind on today's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to this. I can't believe it. It's the fourth episode. I'm starting to lose track. To lose track is perder la cuenta. So I'm starting to lose track, guys. I hope you enjoyed the other three episodes that we've had. The first one was wine. The second one was blue jeans. The third one was Broadway. And today we are ready to run. I hope you guys are ready to go for a run. In English, we don't say I'm going to run so much as I'm going to go for a run, which I think the translation would be in Spanish, salir a correr. I'm going to go for a run. All right, so welcome to the podcast. Thanks again for all the feedback. I've been getting so much feedback from our listeners, and the podcast is growing every single day. So thank you for that. I cannot thank you enough. That's thanks to you guys, and especially my Patreon subscribers. In fact, as many of you know, there are two parts to this podcast. Every Friday, you'll get the free part of the podcast, which you're listening to right now, but then there's a bonus part of the podcast, which is more of an English class, and we look at useful vocabulary, I give you recommendations, and you'll also join my exclusive community and not just get that bonus content, but so many other exclusive offers and things like that. So if you want to find out more information about getting this bonus content, this exclusive content, it's real simple. Go over to patreon.com, patreon.com slash barra Alberto Alonso, and you can find out about the different tiers. Tier, no, no hablo de lágrima. I mean tier as in nivel, right? It sounds exactly the same. In fact, the word lágrima, tear, T-E-A-R, and the word tear, nivel, I would say in Spanish, sound exactly the same. So take a look at the different tiers and see if there's one that's right for you. And as always, if you have any questions, let me know. That's what I'm here for. I'm your teacher, right? And today I'm going to teach you about something that I have to say I was never into If you like something, you're into it. You could say, I never liked it, but it would be more natural to say, I was never into running. Well, I have to admit, I was always a little bit big-boned. Es una forma muy políticamente correcta, a politically correct way of saying I was uh, a fatty, a chubby kid. Chubby is regordito, right? Big-boned, yeah. <laughs> I used to say it too. So uh, I was never a good runner. In fact, you guys want me to tell you a little secret? I'm going to let you in on a secret. To let you in on a secret is to tell you a secret. I was so slow on my baseball team, such a slow runner on my baseball team, that my nickname, mi apodo, 
My nickname was, are you ready for this? I need a drum roll for this one. Grandma. Yeah, me llamaban abuela. So I wasn't just chubby, regordete, but I was also slow. Oh, man. But, hey, I turned the situation around. Darle la vuelta. I turned the situation around and I started to get in shape. Ponerse en forma is to get in shape. If you're out of shape, fuera de forma, or no estás en forma, you're out of shape, you need to get in shape. Another way to say it is you need to get fit. And everybody knows it. It's no secret that running is one of the best ways to stay fit, to stay in shape, and to feel great as well. And I think it's not just about looking great. It's about feeling great, too. If you feel great, you'll look great, right? If you're feeling good, what's the first thing that happens? You smile. Your, your face almost glows to glow. Que brilla, no? It's, como, it's like luminescent. It glows. So I think it's good for on so many levels. Por tantas razones, decimos, on so many levels. So let's take a look at the intro because there's always some good vocabulary in the intro. And of course, that's done on purpose. So there's nothing that will get your heart pumping, is how I started today's podcast. There's nothing that will get your heart pumping. Pump, pump, pump. So una bomba is a pump. And the verb is to pump too. So what does your heart do? It pumps blood to the rest of your body. It pumps blood. I think you guys recognize this word from the Reebok pumps. And if you remember, you used to pump up or to inflate these shoes, these sneakers. Sneakers, a word we're going to look at a lot today. Sneaker, que es zapatilla de deporte, pero en Estados Unidos. En los británicos lo dicen de otra forma. And we're going to look at all that in today's running episode. But your heart pumps. And another thing, a lot of my students mispronounce the word heart. They say heart. They say everything but heart, right? And I always tell people, remember the word art. Everybody knows how to pronounce the word art. Well, you could say, hay mucho arte en mi corazón. There's a lot of art in my heart. I don't know. It seems like a ridiculous sentence, but if it helps you remember it, job done. So there's nothing that'll get your heart pumping quite like, tal como, quite like a swift run. Now, I know many of you know the word swift from a very popular singer, Tyler Swift. So, what? Or not Tyler? Uh Uh-oh. I just, I'm, oh, the young people are going to be mad at me. It's not Tyler Swift, it's Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. And it's not spelt Taylor like Sastre. That's with an I. Her last name is like Elizabeth Taylor with a Y. But if we spell it with an I, it's Sastre. So Swift means fast. Swift. It's another way. I know everybody knows the word fast, but do you know the word Swift? Well, there you go. Taylor Swift. ¿Qué tienes un um, Taylor? What was the word? I forgot the word in Spanish now. See? I just went blank, as we say. What is the word? Taylor. Uh, Sastre. Eso es. Sastre rápido. Sastre rápido. Taylor Swift. Pero bueno, como sabemos que en inglés el adjetivo va primero, the adjective goes first, eso sería Swift Taylor y Taylor con I. Pero bueno, 
guys, you know, we try and put a little humor in whenever we can. And especially if that visual, you know, helps you remember the vocabulary in question. Because then you can learn two words just by knowing this pop singer's name. So swift, swift. Another way we say too is a brisk run. I love this word too, brisk. B-R-I-S-K. These are all words that we use when we're talking about running. Or a brisk walk too. Sometimes it means a fast walk, a brisk run fast. So did you guys have any idea that the word fast had so many synonyms? And not just that, did you guys also know that the word fast means to not eat? Estar en ayunas? It's to fast. That's right. As a verb, right? In fact, if you think about the word desayunar, in English is literally to break the fast. Now, we don't pronounce it that way. We pronounce it breakfast. But the words are very similar. Desayunar, romper la ayuna. So I don't know if you've ever fasted. Uh, you can imagine I've never fasted. Yeah, I wouldn't last. No duraría. Then I said, it'll get it'll. Vamos a pronunciar eso. It will, it'll. Like Italy. I always think of Italy. It'll be nice if we can go to Italy. So it'll get your adrenaline flowing. Fluid. To flow. And adrenaline is obviously adrenalina. De hecho, un subidón de adrenalina is an adrenaline rush. In fact, I think about that. One of the greatest things about running is not that moment when you're trying to convince yourself to go, but once you're running and you get that adrenaline rush, that's a great feeling. And your heart is pumping, your blood is flowing, right? Fluid, otra vez, blood. No se pronuncia blood, sino blood. And your lungs, tus pulmones, fill with fresh air. Be careful with this one. To fill es llenar. El adjetivo is full. So I've heard a lot of students say, your lungs full with air. Your lungs fill up with air, we would say, right? As an adjective, you say, my lungs are full of air. Okay, so be careful. It's a common mistake. So you fill your lungs with fresh air. Now, fresh air doesn't only mean in English cold air. Porque yo sé, aire fresco, en español puede tener la connotación. You could have this connotation of cold air. But in English, it just means air from the country. You know, not city air, basically. <laughs> okay? And in the long run, now this, I did this on purpose. This is a good idiom. In the long run, a la larga, in the long run, it will lead to, te llevará a, overall wellness. Bienestar en general. Overall wellness. Y sé que es una palabra que conocéis, wellness. And you'll be in a great mood. And that's something that I noticed when I started running seriously. I was always in a great mood. Estar de buen humor is to be in a good mood or to be in a great mood. Y entonces... How do we say estar de mal humor? That's right, to be in a bad mood. And if you're somebody who's que cambia un poco, you're moody. See how we play with words? If you play with words, you'll learn so much more than just 250 words in this podcast. And remember, for those of you who like to visualize words, and I hear this from a lot of my students, I want to see the words, Alberto. Well, really simply, all you have to do is subscribe on Patreon and I have PDFs available of these uh, podcasts, of each and every one. As I said, 
take a look at my Patreon and see if any of those options is right for you. As you know, many of you, um, this podcast is completely and totally produced by me. Um, I do it in my spare time, mi tiempo libre, and I will be doing a behind-the-scenes look at how I put together an episode, but you'll see it's a, it's a tedious but fun process at the same time. So it takes a lot of work, and if you enjoy it, well, you can always support for as little as three euros a month, all right? And I'll be in a great mood. Yo estaré de buen humor. Another thing we looked at in the intro was the expression to boot, y encima, y además. Sí, suena a bota y es la misma palabra, but to boot. I said, you'll be in a great mood to boot, además. It's just another way of saying it than also. Remember, we're looking for different ways to say things so we can switch it up, variar, right? We can switch up our language, our use not just great, good, fun, the same words all the time. Okay, so, and then the last thing I said is join me as we run like the wind. To run like the wind is correr muy rápido, como el viento. I don't know if you have a similar one. Careful, that word is the wind, right? To run like the wind. I always think, too, of Forrest Gump. Run, Forrest, run! Oh, and by the way, run is an irregular verb. It's a tough one because it changes and then it goes back. So it's every day... I, or every summer, I run a marathon. Last summer, I ran. See how it changes in the past? So it's run, ran. And then in the third column, I've run. It goes back to the beginning. So it's run, ran, run. It can be a bit confusing for people. All right, so we all know there are tons of benefits, health benefits, right? Health is salud. Y healthy, saludable. I've seen students mix those up too. If you're healthy, you're the adjective, right? And health is the noun. So let's take a look at the history of running because right now it's a huge industry. I mean, it is a billion, multi-billion dollar industry. Now, remember, as I've told you in past episodes, I'm talking American billions. Now, one billion is mil millones, a thousand million if we're talking in Spanish. So be careful because there's a big difference there. But the road running industry, as they call it, was valued at, right, valorado a, it was valued at over a billion euros. And that was back in 2015. I'm looking at some figures, cifras from 2015. 1.4 billion. And let's be honest, this industry has grown every single year. In fact, in the United States alone, they hold. Now, to hold is convocar, like if you hold a meeting or you hold is celebrar, I think you say in Spanish. Se va a celebrar un maratón. Hold es lo mismo que sujetar, pero otro uso. So I'll give it to you in the passive voice. In the United States, 1,000 or more than or over ambos valen para más de, over 1,100 marathons are held annually in the United States. Se puede decir annually or yearly. So it's huge. I don't think you, you can like running or not like running. To dislike es no gustar. Maybe you dislike running, but you can't deny, no puedes negar, how big it has gotten. 
And I think also people are more health conscious lately. Más conscientes de su salud. But when did we start running? You know, when, when did this whole idea come? Because I guess we've been walking, but when did we say, step on it, písalo, and pick up the pace, right? To pick up the pace as subir el ritmo. You can say rhythm, but it's much more common to say the, the pace, excuse me, to pick up the pace, to pick up the pace. Sube el ritmo, pick up the pace. In fact, we need to pick up the pace because we're running out of time. Look, there's another use of running. To quedarse sin, agotar. To run out of means that soon we won't have any left. Left es que nos quedan. So we don't have much time left. No nos queda mucho tiempo. So left, además de izquierda, también es quedar después del número. Nos queda tal. We don't want to run out of time. So let's run down the list. Vamos a repasar la lista here of some of the milestones, right? Or feats. Esto es una palabra interesante. Because you put sneakers, as we said, zapatillas de deporte, on your feet, plural. Not on your feats, but Alberto, you just said the word feats. Yeah, but I spelt it F-E-A-T-S, which are hazaña. So some of these feats, no pun intended, que valga la redundancia, o que no quería hacer juego de palabra. That means when I say no pun intended, it means I wasn't trying to be funny on purpose. So where did this all start? Well, we're going to go way back. 776 B.C. 776 a.C. This was the first event of the first ever Olympic Games. And in this Olympic Games, there was a foot race. Una carrera, the word race is carrera, también es raza. But there was a foot race. So this is not like something Nike, que de hecho no lo pronunciamos Nike, We say Nike. Y no decimos Reebok, we say Reebok. Como la canción. Estos son Reebok, son Nike, son Nike. So Reebok and Nike, right? Named after, nombrado en honor a the goddess of victory. But no, it started way before Nike, way before New Balance and Reebok and all those ones. And uh, this was, uh, as I said, The first time, at least, that it was documented that people were doing something that would be considered running today. Then we go to 490 B.C., another feat. A Greek soldier, you're going to have to forgive my Greek pronunciation here, but it's Pheidippides. Pheidippides. Sounds about right. Now, I'll teach you an idiom while we're talking about Greek. When you don't understand something, we say in English... It's all Greek to me, which is in Spanish, I think, the equivalent of me suena a chino. It's funny how to you guys, something confusing sounds Chinese to us, Greek. Hmm. So, uh, yes, of course, we have to go to ancient Greece for everything, you know? <laughs> you want to find the roots of anything, go to ancient Greece. So this was 490 B.C. This soldier is said to have run, se dice que ha corrido, is said to have run from Marathon which is a place in Greece, I didn't know that before this episode, to Athens, Greece, to Athens, Greece. Atenas, we say Athens, sacando la lengua, right? Now that was roughly, roughly es alrededor de, más o menos, 25 miles. 
Now, what is 25 miles? I'm not too good at this, but let's convert it. 25 miles, 2 kilometers, and we're talking about 40 kilometers and change. Como decimos, y un poquitín más. Y suelto, y cambio, right? So, and why did he do it? Well, he did it to deliver news. Entregar una noticia. That's right, about a military victory. So he wasn't even doing it to get in shape or because he wanted to look good or maybe he liked the neon clothes or maybe he liked the spandex. You say licra, right? Guys, here's a, sorry, bikers, runners. I consider myself one of those, but um, spandex doesn't look good on anyone. Spandex. Uh, so, yeah, that's crazy. He ran because he had to tell the news of this battle of marathon. And, well, now we know a marathon is something that, uh, hmm, you run about 25 miles. Hmm. Now, the bad news. This story doesn't have a happy ending. They don't live happily ever after. No comieron perdices. Um, our friend here, I won't say his name, just in case. I'll say our soldier friend. Uh, well, he didn't really train. Y de ahí sacamos la palabra trainers. Trainers es como los ingleses llaman zapatillas de deporte. Trainers. Americans say sneakers. In the second part of the show, we're going to look at why these are both logical words. So this guy, you know what he did, this soldier, after he crossed the finish line or achieved his goal, he keeled over. Yeah, to keel over. Let me translate that. He died. He kicked the bucket. And uh, yeah, that was the end of him. I couldn't believe it, man. But from that day on, people knew, hey, that was kind of the first marathon, but it wasn't a contest. No fue un concurso. But people wanted to pay tribute right to pay homage hacer homenaje to pay tribute or to pay homage to this soldier so 1896 now we're pretty much in modern times and organizers of the first ever international olympic games paid tribute to this soldier by holding a marathon okay and this marathon went from marathon bridge to the olympic stadium in Athens. And, uh, well, that was kind of the first one that, you know, was a tribute. And then Boston, the city of Boston said, hey, wait, this is a good idea. So in 1897, the following year, el año siguiente, the one of the largest, biggest marathons in the world, I would say, the Boston Marathon started. And that was, you know, and still is, a huge marathon, a marathon that I think every runner would love to run. And uh, yeah, in 1908, the marathon was first established as being officially 26.2 miles. So whatever that is, we'll look at that in kilometers. So 26.2 miles. Finally, London said, all right, let's, let's make it official. So for all these years, it wasn't like an official thing. And then, as with everything, the more people get into it, right, the more it catches on, lo más popular que se pone, well, the more people organize it. And so the London Olympics, yeah. We had the London Olympics pretty recently, 
and they were pretty monumental. Well, the 1908 ones were as well. And 13 years later, as always, you know, the, uh, the associations are always late. 13 years later, the International Amateur Athletic Federation declared the marathon as a 26.2-mile race. And, uh, well, guys, uh, took them 13 years. But London said, well, we already decided that. But if you want to make it official, go for it. Go for it. Lots of different things. There were other milestones. Like, at first, those marathons were not big money makers. But now, marathons have sponsors. Uh, sometimes they have fundraisers. Van recaudando fondos, right? So a fundraiser is the thing. And the verb is to raise funds, recaudar fondos. So I've got to say, the marathon has grown, not just the amount of people who participate, but it's become more organized. I, I've never run a marathon. I ran a 10K. And in fact, if you guys don't believe me, if you're watching the video right now, I'm holding my medal, my finisher's medal. That's right. I've got it over here and I've got my... My shirt, too. If you guys are watching the video, you can see it. It was my first 10K, which was important because it was my first race. But I'm going to tell you more about that because there were some really awesome moments that I think we can even compare to learning English as well. But guys, that's the end of the first part of today's podcast. I can't believe how quickly uh, today's show went. The good news I'm going to tell you so much more in that second part, which is coming up right now. For those of you who subscribe on Patreon, I'll catch you in the second part where I'm going to tell you about the biggest marathon. We're also going to look at, uh, of course, the difference between sneaker and trainer. And we'll look at some other vocabulary and expressions and things that you need to know if you're going to go for a run, my amigos. Well, if you're going to go for a run in English. So if you're interested in finding out about that second part, join us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And we look forward to seeing you there. So this is the end of the first part of today's FYI. A special shout out to my super duper students, Boris and Loles. And my interstellar students, Aina, Carmen, and Diana. Hang on, hang on. Bring that music back in. How could I forget about my amigos? Special thanks to Augusto Hernandez for the song, Souvenir. Also, my amigo Nacho for lending me his voice and expertise in editing. Now, the show is officially over. See you next week. Tengo que reconocer que tú